Hi, welcome to the first episode of Potscast. I've called it Potscast because it's all about pottery. Now, pottery doesn't always seem as the most exciting thing, but it's my new passion. Um, I'm going to start off with the same questions that I'm going to ask other potters that I'm going to interview. How did I get into this? Well, it started with a Raku firing workshop. It, I was working at the German school in Saigon, in Ho Chi Minh City, and it was a a, a work thing. I was asked, do you, want to fancy, do you fancy this work? Raku firing workshop. So I went along, we got a mug, we had to decorate the mug, and then we did the Raku firing. And then afterwards, there was this little manual wheel, wheel that you had to push with your foot. I think it's called a kick wheel. You had to push with your foot. Um, and everybody had a go. I thought, you know what? Seeing everybody's attempts, I thought, you know what? I'll have a go. So I had a go. And it was when I was putting my finished ashtray on the drying place, I discovered that actually mine looked round <laughs> and the others didn't and the potter came up to me and said that's really good part you should you should carry on because you clearly are quite good at it so I gave him my details and he never called me back so I then went on Facebook and I found a place it's called deform pottery check it out on Facebook de hyphen f-o-r-m pottery and I went along there and I did a I did a general workshop, which is you go there, you learn how to throw something and then you go back and you decorate and then you go and collect your pot. So I did the basic workshop and I loved it. I made a really nice mug. I made a fantastic fragrance burner, which I'm now looking at um, and using. And I was bitten by the bug. I honestly can say it was the best best decision I made to decide to bring something back with me from Vietnam I wanted to come back with something that I can say you know I did that in Vietnam and that was pottery it was making pots (laughs) so simple what's the best thing about pottery the best thing about pottery is that it clears the mind you cannot be thinking of anything else when you're dealing with clay you can be on the wheel and you have to be completely focused any lack of focus and you'll soon find the thing flying off the wheel it's happened many times to me and it's always when I'm not completely focused and I've learned that I work better on the wheel when I've actually got my eyes closed and I'm not actually looking at it I'm just feeling the clay and the that's the best thing the clay is unforgiving and you have to give it everything what's the worst thing the worst thing for me is well it's the worst but it's not all it's also not that bad it's part of it the worst thing is putting all of your energies in a pot and then it coming out of the kiln and it's got a big crack in it or you put the glaze on and the glaze does something you weren't expecting um that's also part of the best part is that you never know what to expect you make something it looks fine it dries out and there's a massive crack or you make something and like i did the other day you make something it's a beautiful beautiful pot and then when i was trimming it i just 
smashed it. It wasn't deliberate. It flew off the wheel and it hit the side and smashed. And so I was left with no pot. That's the worst thing, that having to let go of things that you love, not through any massive thought of your own, but because that's just the way it works. You can't be precious. You can't invest fully in any pot until it's complete and out of the final kiln. Because at any point, at any stage, it can just collapse. What's a speciality? My speciality is throwing. I've tried coiling, can't coil. I can't roll a straight sausage. I don't understand why. I just can't do it. I can't slab because I can't roll out a flat piece of clay. Some people do it really easily. I can't roll out a flat piece of clay. So it was the wheel for me. And plus I felt more comfortable on the wheel. I felt like I knew what I was doing there. And it's quicker. I'm 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 so impatient. The wheel, you chuck the clay on, you centre it, you start your pot and then the pot's done. You don't have to spend hours and hours and hours coiling and bashing it with a with a piece of wood. I don't have that sort of patience. One thing the Raku firing taught me was that I'm not particularly good at doing hand painted decoration. I I don't have that creative gene to be able to draw things. I can do geometric patterns. I can do hearts. I can do flowers. I can do the basic, what any sort of three, four year old child can do. That's what I can do. But give me a piece of clay on a wheel and I will throw you something that's interesting looking. I will throw you something that's quirky. So that's basically why I chose the wheel. My dreams, uh, my pottery dreams are quite basic. I just want to be able to to share what I make with other people. I, I would like other people to enjoy what I make, use what I make. If I can sell enough to pay for my studio time, then all the better. It's the best thing I've ever done for my own sanity, I think. And not only that, but actually being a member of the Clay Studio means that I'm around other people who are just as obsessed about pottery as I am. I think all my friends are uh, like over the pottery thing now because they've been hearing me going on and on and on about it. Whereas, you know, you talk to other potters and they are just as excited by it. Plus, it's really good having people around who can tell you when you're having a really bad day and you've just messed up the fourth pot in a row. Someone can say, yeah, it's just one of those days, isn't it? Everyone has them. And you feel a little bit better. So that's my introduction and how I got into pottery. Over the next few weeks, I will be interviewing other potters and having a little discussion. I hope you'll enjoy it. Come back and hear the next episode.